0: Did you say walking in Jerusalem just like John? I'll meet you there on the ground day. Walking in Jerusalem just like John, the light will shine for all to see. Walking in Jerusalem just like John, it'll shine on you and me. Walking in Jerusalem just like John, I'm gonna be ready. I'm gonna be ready. I'm gonna. Walking in Jerusalem just like John I'm gonna be ready I'm gonna be ready I'm gonna be ready Walking in Jerusalem just like John Some come second, some come lame Walking in Jerusalem just like John All come walking in Jesus' name Walking in Jerusalem just like John We'll be walking the best we can Walking in Jerusalem just like John Every woman in every mind Walking in Jerusalem just like John I'm gonna be ready I'm gonna be ready I'm gonna be ready Walking in Jerusalem just like John, I'm gonna be ready, I'm gonna be ready, I'm gonna be ready, walking in Jerusalem just like John. Box from a cedar tree. Walking in Jerusalem, just like John. And will you dance? And will you sing? Walking in Jerusalem, just like John. When I fly to heaven on my cedar wings. Walking in Jerusalem, just like John. I'm gonna be ready. I'm gonna be ready. I'm gonna be ready. Walking in Jerusalem, just like Jerusalem, just like John. I'm gonna be ready. I'm gonna be ready. I'm gonna be ready. Walking in Jerusalem, just like John. Just
1: like John. That's David Francie with Walking in Jerusalem from his Juno-nominated 12th album, The Broken Heart of Everything. It's another beautiful and timeless collection from the three-time Juno Award-winning singer-songwriter, who will be playing live in Ontario this fall. To chat about his music, visual art, and upcoming tour dates, we're pleased to welcome David Francie to Folk Roots Radio. It's great to be able to talk to you today, David.
2: Oh, you as well, John. Very much appreciated you calling. Thanks so much.
1: Well, I'm so pleased to see that you're actually on tour, not just in Ontario, this fall. You'll also be at the Deep Roots Festival in Wolfville, Nova Scotia. Well, yeah. Late in September. And then I gather you have an Irish bus tour, which does sound (laughs) very intriguing.
2: Uh, I know. When it's said like that, it sounds to be a wee bit sketchy, but it's actually <laughs> the greatest time I have all year. Uh, yeah, I got 22 fans on a bus, and we tour around Ireland. And we see beautiful things in the daytime, and then we listen to tremendous Irish music at night, uh, every night. And it's just a, an absolute joy. Great time, and uh, I, I just look forward to it every year, twice a year.
1: So. Oh, it does sound yeah. a lot of fun, and I should it mention. Is. I should mention you're also going to be in Alberta and Saskatchewan yep. in early November as well.
2: Yes, no better place to be than Alberta and Saskatchewan in early November. So, yeah, it'll be great. I'm really looking forward to going back out. It's just nice to get my feet wet again, John, and get back out on the road. And I really have to be careful with uh, uh, the amount of work I do in, in a row. So uh, I'm just trying to book things in a, in a more reasonable manner than I used to.
1: Well, I did notice because I was going to call it a tour, and then I realized that these are, dates are very strategically set now mm. unfortunately, you did have to you did have to take some time off uh, i think in two thousand and seventeen and then into two thousand and eighteen mm. to to rest your voice uh, yes. are things going pretty well there now
2: yeah they're getting better for sure, and um you know i'm just uh, as you can imagine, the one thing i'm concerned about is uh maybe damaging it further, so um, I, I don't want to get leaping back into things. I lost it because I overworked myself, and you know, didn't realize I was doing that because I was having a great time, but uh, I wore my voice out, so uh, I had to take the time off to, to recover. I think I've done that, so I'll just very gingerly get back into things uh, and not go back at them at the pace I used to, which is uh, what led to this.
1: Well, it's interesting you should say that, because, you know, the the wonderful story about your musical career is the fact that you actually didn't start performing, I think, until, what, you were 45, I think, when you, you oh. actually started to perform for audiences? <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, I was, it's true, and um, that, that's absolutely true. Uh, I think I made up for it, though, really. I, we, <laughs> we threw it awfully hard for uh, quite a number of years, and uh, it just took its toll in the end. But, yeah, fortunately for me, it uh, held out as long as it did, having no uh, kind of... You know, I work up to things, just got kind of dove in and went for it.
1: So. And imagine with the you know, the all the songwriting you do, I mean it it must be very hard for you to create albums. I mean, let's talk about the the Broken Heart of Everything, which was again nominated for a Juno. Oh, uh I but then having to, to tell people that unfortunately you're gonna have to take a break from the road and I think you had, you had some overseas tours that you had to cancel, didn't you?
2: Oh, I did. It was just brutal, to tell you the truth, John. I did uh, the tour for the record, so that was like 50 dates, Canada, and, and then another probably 20 in the States, and then a uh, tour of Britain with it, tour of New Zealand, uh, of Australia as well. So it was crushing to cancel all that stuff. Crushing, but I had no choice. So, um, you know, I'm really glad to got the album out before things went completely south. And, uh, you know, I'm very sorry I never got to tour it properly, but I'll get to play some of the stuff anyway coming up, and uh, and I'll make up for things a bit. It was really nice to get it nominated. I thought that was kind of wonderful for uh, not being able to tour it and all.
1: Well, the interesting thing is when you weren't able to get out and sing, you also went out on the road as well, though, didn't you? Because you are oh. also a visual artist as well as a singer-songwriter um, and you know your art um, if people go to the True North Gallery you can check out some great art from Oh yeah, uh, David Franci just head to truenorth.gallery on the True North website um, oh, thank you. that must have been great fun to actually get out and, <laughs> and be able to, to talk yeah. about the other side of your creative endeavors
2: yeah well a lot of people from the music side of my life you know checked in on this and you know um, and hosted the art show you know so I was dealing with a lot of people that uh, I had dealt with, you know, through music and become friends with over the years. So it was a really good time for me to go out and uh, not have any kind of pressure other than the art being up on the walls. Uh, You know, get to visit everybody and then have a a visit with people and sell some art. It was really, really fun and it was successful. And it was a great time and it really broke up the, you know, I was a bit uh, in the dumps at that point because uh, I wasn't sure what I was going to do. And that came along just at the right time, so... I was uh, very fortunate indeed. That was through Tony Gerard, and he's the man who came up with that, that plan.
1: And I think your wife is also, she's a watercolor artist. Isn't oh, she? she's
2: a wonderful artist. Yeah, I love I love my wife's art completely. I think she's brilliant, and uh, she is a watercolorist. And uh, she's not doing much these days because she's, she's got chickens, so they're kind of eating up all the time <laughs> these days. But, yeah, she's a tremendous artist.
1: I just wonder, you know, you're well known as, you know, not just a... Uh, a singer and a, a songwriter, but I mean, you're as a lyricist. And I, I've always wondered whether you've, uh, you know, focused on bringing your art out through spoken word as well as actually through singing. Uh, you must've done a bit of that over the years, haven't you?
2: Oh, well, I suppose so. I mean, you know, I do write, you know, apart from songs and everything, I do, do a little bit of writing, but, um, I, um, I have this thing about that, that whole theory, uh, I think that the same well that you draw from to write po- uh, poetry or, or lyric, song lyric or songs themselves, is exactly the same well you draw from to to, to create paintings, because the the feeling of creation is pretty much the same, and uh, it's still a solitary pursuit. And then uh, when you are done, you know there it is, and uh, you know it's done when it's done. Kind of thing. It's the same kind of sense of completion, and you know. Uh, the fact that you can put this one to bed is the same feeling you get when you complete a song, it's the same feeling that you get when you complete a painting so I think maybe they're drawing from the same well, it seems like it to me
1: And so with the the enforced time off you had to take, I mean, were you focusing Mm -hmm. on, you know, on things like, uh, you know, your your visual art crafts, that sort of thing?
2: Um, I did, yeah, a lot. Really what I did was I went to the barn, I carved myself a little room out in the barn, and uh, I painted and painted and painted for months. And uh, I just, I was really worried about everything. I had no voice. And I thought, what am I going to do? And I thought I was going to lose my mind. So I thought the, the one thing to do is create, of course. And uh, I really wasn't into the mood for writing songs, as you can well imagine. And so I just turned to the art again. And I've been doing art for, forever, you know, as long as I've been writing songs, I've been painting. So, um, you know, it was it was just a nice solace to turn to. And uh, it it turned out to be the best thing I could have done because I, I created a lot of work and. uh I felt good about all of it and uh, it was well-received and it ended up being a great thing to do, thanks to Tony, who just called out of the blue and said, what are you doing? Are you doing any art? And I was sitting in a barn with a, with a barn full of art. And uh, I said, as a matter of fact, Tony, I have been painting. And that's how the whole art tour came about.
1: So you're heading out on tour. You're going to be in Newmarket on September the 21st, Waterloo, yes. October the 5th. You're at Hughes Room in Toronto on the 6th. Ah. That must be a very special show for you.
2: Oh, it sure is, Jan. Yeah, it's, a, it's kind of, a, you know, I, I, I spent a lot of great time in Toronto as a younger person and uh, I have nothing but tremendous memories. And ever since the first show we've done at Hughes, it's been packed to the walls. And uh, it's just a joyous room for me. And I love the staff and the place. And uh, as I said, over the years, it's been like tremendous to me. So uh, I, I hope to you know have a great night there when we do end up there
1: now with the the time off you've had, the broken heart of everything came out in two thousand and eighteen. Mm-hmm. uh have you been writing new songs since then?,
2: yeah, yeah. you know you tend to do that right I mean it's no matter what you've just done, there's always another one coming, so uh, yeah, I'm sitting on quite a few songs actually right now, and um i um just stockpiling them up and uh you know with the idea of doing a record uh, uh when it's time and which is probably next year, I would say.
1: So how does it work when you say when it's time? I mean, you've been pretty productive, you know, 12 albums, you know, obviously, um, you know, all of the awards you've received. But uh, is it just a case of pulling your regular players together? I know you recorded... The broken heart oh, of everything with, yeah. at Chris Cole's cottage, I think.
2: Oh yeah, we did. Yeah, I've done uh, three, three records there, so uh, I have. Uh, I just love recording there with the boys, and uh, I love the boys as well. And with this new record, I'm not sure what I'm going to do. Um, I, I might take a look at things and, and and change it up a little bit. I really don't know yet, but uh, I'm giving it a ton of thought. That's for sure.
1: Now, one of the new things that happened this year was that. One of your songs was actually on a Grammy winning Bluegrass album. Uh, that must have been, I, I was just checking out that, you know, a lot of people have covered your songs over the years, but it must have been uh, pretty nice to, to get, um, you know, Grammy nominations coming through mm-hmm. for, your, for your music.
2: Oh, that was unbelievable, eh? And then, uh, you know, the, well, the boys, I, mean, I owe everything to those boys. They picked it up. But, uh, you know, the McCurys have been great to me. Uh, Dale McCurry, uh, the dad, uh, he recorded Milltowns, and that was a thrill beyond a thrill. And I saw them do it live down in uh, Wolf Bar. We were down there for the festival. All of us were performing. And I got to meet the, the, the family and the band afterwards, and I just got along like a house on fire with them. And then I met Ronnie down in uh, Nashville, and we talked for the longest time and realized we had tons in common. And then um, he's never kind of, you know, every time you have a new record, out know, he gets it, he wants one. And he picked that one off the first record, it's called Borderline, and he made it his own. And uh, I, I just adore the version, i burst into tears when I first heard it. Because uh, it affects you that way, but uh, I just think it's a, tr- it's a brilliant version by brilliant musicians, and what an honor to have your your song recorded by a band like that, you know.
1: Yeah, certainly the the Traveling Macquarie's album yeah. was absolutely fabulous, and again, you know, <laughs> taking <laughs> home best bluegrass album, which and we should I mention, really I think Claire Claire Lynch's North by South was oh, also that was up great. in 2016. Yeah. That was also up for a Grammy for best bluegrass album.
2: And rightly. So, yeah, that's a beautiful record, too. And I was, you know, Empty Train was the, uh, the song I had on that. And I was I was thrilled when she picked me. I mean, the company on that record is unsurpassed. So I was uh, really, really pleased to be in that, in that crew. And uh, I thought Claire did an incredible job. And i was sorry she didn't win it, but uh, she surely could have.
1: So let's talk songwriting. We started off with the wonderful Walking in Jerusalem from The Broken Heart of Everything.
2: Oh, I, I do a lot of songs. I mean, that's a tried song that uh, I used to do when I first came out. of singing in public, and uh, I was with a band called Blue Moon, and they let me sing like uh, three songs in their set, wonderful bunch of people, and there's Cliff, and um, they uh, we used to sing that one as a finale, and I thought it was a lovely finale for the record. But I mean I just I write so constantly and then it, and anywhere I am, I start to write i'm I'm fine, you know, I mean, it could be on a plane or it could be in a car or it could be sitting here on the couch, so uh, it's often in the barn, I'm out in the barn a lot, so uh you know, I, uh, I tend to uh, sing the song. I'll get a little snatch of a song, and I'll start singing it in my head. I'll add to it as the day goes by. Uh, I'll keep the tune. I'll just keep singing it over and over and over. And then I'll get a piece of paper, write it down, and then work on it from there. And that's how I usually you know work things out over a period of time. You know.
1: What about the the actual musical? transmission i mean do you take it to the band and then sing? oh
2: yeah 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 of course yeah i mean i'm a i'm a very limited uh musician I, I can make up a melody and i can sing a melody and i can write a lyric but i'm absolutely woeful on an instrument woeful and uh it's not something i'm happy about it's just a fact of life at the moment and probably always will be so uh that's why you know i'm so so uh, grateful and you know absolutely the uh, luckiest man on earth you know like Darren McMullen and and Chris Kuhl and especially Mark Westberg because uh, they're just brilliant at what they do. So what we do is we sit around and we'll I'll say here boys here's a song and I'll sing it for them. Sometimes I'll play it you know in the chords I you know three chords I do know. But I'll sing it for them at any rate and then somebody will pick up something and then they all just pitch in and then all of a sudden we've created the, the arrangement and then uh, we'll fix that up and then we'll just record it live off the floor right there and then. That's how we do it at the cottage. So, Here's the song, here's the arrangement, let's record it. That's how we did
1: it. Well, we're going to dip back into the album with, with a song that you suggested we should play and that's The Flower of Colinsay. Tell us a little bit about this song.
2: Oh, sure. I I, I love this song because it's it's about a friend of mine, a couple of friends of mine, really. It was a a romance that didn't work, but it started on the inner inner Hebrides in the island of Colonsy. We went for a festival there. It was one of the best festivals I've ever been to in my life. We had a tremendously good time. The fellow I was with... in love with the most beautiful girl from that island. And then they tried to keep a romance going through all around the world. and It just didn't work. And uh, I thought it was a tremendous story. And it moved me to tears because I knew the people involved. And so I wrote the song up. And when I met Jen McNeil, is the girl's name, and when I met her on the ferry going over to the island, I was so taken with her. And I said to her that I was going to write a song about her. I was going to be calling it The Flora Collinsy. She didn't believe me, but I did.
1: You know, I I love it when you tell stories like that. That's just oh, so wonderful. Sorry. No, that's oh, that, oh, oh no, good, oh good. Yeah, yeah, that is definitely oh good. I I think it's just a you you have a priceless way of of telling stories. It's like oh. oh yeah, you're just like oh wow, well, that must have been so thrilling to to have <laughs> yes. someone come up to you and say you're going to write a song like that.
2: Oh geez, yeah, oh yeah, she was a great gal. It was a great gal, and uh, you know, it was uh, just one of those things, John. You you're sort of looking at it all unfold, and it's. It's a story just being unfolded and, uh, you know, well worth writing about.
1: Let's listen to that just now. This is David Francie with The Flower of Colonsee from his wonderful 2018 album The Broken Heart of Everything. You're listening to Folk Roots Radio and I'm Jan Hall. She stands there looking
0: out to sea and turns around and looks at me and I was in love as I could be With a flower of concern I lost my heart when I saw there Her beauty caught me unawares And our laughter bells in evening air Was ringing out to me And the fiddle notes fly pure and high Into sparkling air, into empty sky And I can't help but wonder What's holding you to me? I'm so in love, I'm so in love With a flower of call and see I'm so in love, I'm so in love With a flower of call and see And the flowers here are hidden things Sheltered from the cabin Winds their beauty Sometimes hard to find But beauty's all I see Now the ferry waits For the coming night And the final dimming off the light And I sail off like I had no time To sand and rock and sea And the telephone and all the rest and the time apart And the well-done nest, man I feel that weight inside my chest hard, heavy as I can be and I'm so in love, I'm so in love I'm in love as I can be with the fairest flower, the fear is flower, The flower of Colin see, The flower of calling see. I did all I could to make it last And when it finally came to pass The time apart, the distance vast Finally done from me Oh, but I'm so in love, I'm so in love I'm in love as I can be Where the fear has the fear has The flower of c. The Flower of Collency.
1: That's David Francie with "The Flower of Collinsy from his 2018 album "The Broken Heart of Everything." David Francie is our special guest on Folk Roots Radio today. He's heading out on the road. He's got dates in Ontario. He's also going to be in Alberta and Saskatchewan. Uh, this fall and then he's doing this wonderful bus tour to uh, Ireland which apparently he told us earlier in the interview he is our special guest today that he does twice a year those trips must be so much fun because the people that go on them David I imagine are people who obviously really love your music but you know just have a uh, a real you know feel for getting out and enjoying other you know other countries other cultures that sort of thing
2: Oh, yeah, you hit the nail in the head, John. exactly that. And the thing is, it ranges from people who never left their town and to people who, you know, traveled the world. But the, the one thing in common is this love of music and this love of Ireland. And, uh, you know, I just wanted to discover the place, and uh, I was the same way, you know. And uh, I loved Irish music since the first I ever heard Planckstee in 73. And my, my mind just a bit exploded when I heard that record. And I never looked back from there. So I've loved it all ever since then. I love it now to this day. And I've met tons of Irish musicians that I can't wait to introduce people to. You know, they're just, they're so, they're so great. And they're, they really are. And, uh, you know, the country's kind of unbeatable to look at. And, uh, it's just been a great time. And, and you're right. The people that come on it are fascinating folks. And, uh, I've made some, you know, lifelong friends off the tour. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I like more than one. So, uh, it's a wonderful thing for me.
1: I should mention there's also an Alaskan cruise with David Francie, <laughs> I think, in 2020, is that right? It,
2: there is, and I, I can't really fill you in on that one, because <laughs> I don't know much about it. I just signed on to the crew and just thought, that sounds good, and uh, I'll, I'll maybe closer to the time I'll be able to tell you a little bit more about it, John.
1: Yeah, no, it, it sounds great. So you, you're going to be on tour. We mentioned earlier you have dates in Ontario, you're playing in Newmarket, Waterloo, yeah. and at Hughes Room in Toronto. Uh, you've also got the the festival, the Deep Roots Festival in Wolfville, Nova Scotia, yeah. and then the Albertan and Saskatchewan dates. Tell us a little bit about the shows. Who's playing with you this time?
2: Oh, it's um, it's been a, a bit of a, a mixed uh, bag, you know, because um, all, all everybody I, I know is uh, off still, still working in music or something. So, but I'm very fortunate in uh, down east. I've got uh, um, Mark Westberg again. So, uh, you know, Mark is just. He and I have toured, you know, years and years together, and you know he's off in uh, in PEI, um, in now, so you know off the road. And I'm very fortunate to have him there. Um, he's a uh, partner with uh, Catherine McClellan, so Catherine's going to be at the festival as well. So I get to have Mark as my accompanist there, and uh, I've got a great friend down there named Tara Spencer, a tremendous writer, and uh, hopefully maybe get a couple of songs out of her. That'd be great. And then uh, up in a uh, new market, I'm hoping uh, it's going to be Rich Burnett, and uh, I'm, I'm trying very hard to uh, get the third person. So uh, I'm pretty sure we will have it together by then.
1: Oh, I'm sure. It's always great to to see. You. I mean, the, the people that play with right. you at all the times I've seen you play are always uh, top-notch performers. You know, as a as a show, if I asked you for the 30 seconds, can't imagine there'll be too many people listening to this radio show that don't know who David Franci is, mm. but. Tell us a little bit about thirty seconds uh, what people can expect when they come to a David Francie show.
2: Well, we'll um, always mix up the songs. I don't, uh, I don't usually do uh, like all the songs off a new record or anything like that. I never really have, except for the odd occasion. So, a mix of songs from uh, old and new, and. Um I, uh, uh, it's been a while since I've been playing, so I'm, I'm very happy to play them again and approaching them with a ton of joy. And uh, usually, there's a you know introduction to each song that sometimes is longer than the song itself because my songs tend to be about three minutes or, or under. But uh, sometimes the introduction can go a wee bit longer than that, but at least it's it's, it's often a little bit humorous and uh, and uh, it's always fun to meet everybody at the shows. I I, I love hanging around after the show and uh, and meeting folk and collecting the stories because uh, that's where the songs come
1: from as well. Oh, absolutely, and uh, certainly you know, bearing in mind cruises and bus tours mm. uh, in your life, um, it's certainly yeah, it's it's great that you you enjoy sharing. Your musical gift with so many people, that's just an absolutely fabulous thing. I should mention if people want to keep up to date with the dates for David Francie, uh, go to his website, com. You can actually sign up for his mailing list. And I think your wife, Hi. Beth, actually looks after <laughs> that side of things, yeah. doesn't she?
2: Boy, she's going to like you, John. <laughs> i got to you mentioned that mailing list. I'm always supposed to mention it at shows and I always forget. So uh, thank you very much. Yes, she does a great job in the newsletter. It doesn't bother you too much. And it comes, you know, as sporadically a year. It's always entertaining, never too long. It'll keep you updated on what we're doing.
1: Well, absolutely. And then you get to hear about the chickens and family. <laughs> know, yeah. and it and shows too so yeah no it's yeah. a great thing and
2: sometimes a bit of music you know <laughs> thrown in there with the chickens and uh yeah, yeah. That's a, it's it's best uh, domain so uh it, she has free reign so to speak
1: it's always a, a great pleasure to talk to you now we're gonna Thanks. finish with another song from the broken heart of everything this is one of my favorite songs uh lonely road which is just an absolutely beautiful oh. song tell us a little bit Thank about you. this one
2: yeah, this is, uh, as I said before, John, uh, you know, I blew my voice out because I spent too much time on the road doing too many shows, and so consequently, uh, I spent an awful lot of time uh, finishing tours and then driving home to Beth, uh, usually pretty long distances at times. So, um, you know, coming along Highway 7, I drove it, I drove it so many times, and uh, I wrote the song on Highway 7, uh, just driving along and, and looking at that road unfold and knowing that, uh you know, just down a gravel road, I was going to see exactly what I wanted at the end of that that lonely road, and uh, and uh, I just thought of Beth and, and wrote the song, and she really loved it. And you know, I was away all the time at that point. So uh, you know, I was I was really messing her a lot. But since I've been (laughs) home for the last uh, you know two years or so, I think you will be hearing too many of those coming out of me. So uh, (laughs) just enjoy that one while you have it.
1: (laughs) Yeah, no, that's great. Well, it is a beautiful song, and it's like I really
2: love it. And uh, I was really pleased because the McDade's did it, and uh, uh, they they recorded that song, and I just love that band. And so uh, I'm I'm awfully thrilled by that too.
1: This is David Francie with Lonely Road from the Broken Heart of Everything you're listening to Folk Roots Radio and I'm Jan Hall and David have fun with the tour dates coming up and the Irish bus tour I've got to say, i got to plug the Irish bus tour if you want to go cruising with David Francie in Alaska, go to davidfrancie.com it's been an absolute pleasure
2: oh thanks Jan, it's been great to crew with you today, I really enjoyed it as always and uh, thanks for everything you do it's, uh, it's so invaluable to all of us and uh, I, I know you don't get to do you should, but thanks a lot for everything <laughs>
0: Sun comes up and the sun goes down, sky and prairie and another town. The broken line's a stuttered code, no sign ahead, just a lonely road. Headlights and the skewed rear view, a thousand miles or more from you. Where the 18 wheelers haul their loads, no sign ahead, just a lonely road off having a pay with gold and the road to hell has pay with souls. Someone loves me, that's I know, somewhere down the lonely road. night the headlights shine, reminders of what's left behind. The wipers sweep, the taillights glow, no sign ahead, just a lonely road. Me, I just have home in mind, what's hard ahead gets left behind. North of seven is rock and snow, and a gravel right on a lonely road. of heaven are paved with gold and the road to hell is paved with souls and someone loves me that's I know, somewhere down the lonely road streets of heaven are paved with gold and the road to hell is paved with souls, someone loves me that I know, somewhere down the lonely road somewhere down the lonely road somewhere down the lonely road